that's that's a good good. You're on the Zoom, Slee. I was just about to get to call you out yeah. uh, on, on on live radio, but that's good. How you feeling this morning, my friend? How about that introduction from Chris Morales right there? Pretty good. All CIF, and then hey, that that other guy that's on the radio as well. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah. You yeah, are a nice guy. That's he's, a, that's... Uh, he's unathletic. He had, did nothing in college when it came to sports. <laughs> that's all right. You inter- intramural legend. All San Diego State intramural basketball or softball or uh, co-ed volleyball or whatever. In it one might have game, been. he had uh, six points and nine turnovers. <laughs> it's all right. You were trying he to. Still talk, he still talks about that game. <laughs> the guys weren't. <laughs> the, the guys weren't moving their feet. It's not your fault they couldn't get to your passes. They were Listen. spot on. Listen, run the offense, all right? I'm trying to run an office, offense in the intramural game. What's going <laughs> on, Trav? How are we doing? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We'll, we'll get to some of that stuff that Chris was mentioning right there. Um, we put the picture up yesterday of me and my old high school baseball unit, and I got quite a few comments, and I think of all the hundreds of comments that came in, one or two were complimentary, and yeah. the rest were very mean and vindictive. And you know the worst part of all, Slee? Mm-hmm. Accurate. <laughs> that, that's the that's the worst part of all. So we will get to how, all how is that. your just out of curiosity. How has yeah. kind of your life changed since that photo went up? I saw on Instagram, hundred and eighty thousand likes on Instagram was going up <laughs> against some of the best looking models on sure. Instagram. There was Travis's photo. So what, what is kind of what's happened over the last twenty four hours? Well, I've gotten a lot of offers for contract modeling and things like that. They're really looking for a a prototypical nineteen eighties high school movie bully role. Uh, what the where are they now kind of thing? And uh, they're, they're did any of that- them did any of them say? <laughs> did you take that photo a week ago? Did you, you take know, that I'm, photo a week ago? Well, Look, we'll get to them. <laughs> well, let's just say we will get to them. They're coming up in a little bit. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. We're going to get to all of that as well. And, Slee, it's just uh, I, I don't know where to go next. I don't know where to go. I don't know because there there are two tracks when it comes to talking about the Clips, right? There are kind of two tracks that you can take. The, mm-hmm. yeah, fine, they're the Clippers. They're going to blow it. They always blow it, which so far has been true. Or there's the, you know, you're actually looking at this, and you can see the train coming down the tracks, and you look at what else is out there, and you say, you know what, the Clippers are in a pretty good spot. I'm not quite – I think I know. I'm getting closer to making my feelings known, but I'm still kind of weighing these two options. I would lean more towards they're going to get out of the uh, second round and they're going to get to the Western Conference Finals and they should be able to take advantage of what's left, right? And and here's the reality. I'm, I'm watching the game yesterday, so I'm doing Lakers talk. By the way, the the timing of Lakers talk yesterday, I mean, here I am. I got two hours talking Lakers basketball. Clippers game is going on, right? And I actually I, I threw this out there and I, I didn't really know – what the reaction was going to be. But when I tell you for a full hour, people just wanted to respond to this question. Mm-hmm. Why do you not – why do you want to see the Clippers lose? Like, you're a Laker fan out there. Like, why? Like, what's what's the reasoning, right? And I, I'm going to – I'll get into that a little bit later. But the game is going on yesterday, and I think you texted me at the end of the first quarter. You're like, yeah, yep. this thing is over. You might have <laughs> even right. said – you might have even said, hey, watch the second half because I'm out. Yeah, right. No, that's because exactly what I said. This is a this is a complete <laughs> blowout. So I I I'll walk away with this from from that Clippers game yesterday. You said something during one of your updates. Six to five, or yeah. six five is their record so far in the playoffs. Yeah. Let's not overreact here. Let's not pretend like the Clippers 
are running through the Western Conference. Let's not pretend that they swept or they beat the Dallas Mavericks in five games, and then here they are against Utah without Mike Conley and are just running through the Utah Jazz, and it's only a matter of time before the series is over. So I hesitate with the Clippers because there are times where they'll have a stretch and you're like, damn, that's a really good basketball team. And then when things get a little bit tough, you look at them and say, I don't know who's going to lead for them. I don't know who's going to be the guy that kind of rallies the troops, whatever the case is. So I'm with you. They're they're a confusing team. At times they look great, and at other times they look like, yeah, this could this could collapse at any moment. Yeah, look, you, you said it. The, you, the Clippers are six and five in the playoffs. Six and five. That's they're, now they're still alive. Not only are they still alive, they're in a, arguably the best position of anybody in, in basketball right now. But you're right. And and look, there, there's two things going on right here. Number one, and I, I've made up my mind. I know where I am right now. Not only are the Clippers in a pretty good spot, I would argue that I think the Clippers are the favorites to win the NBA championship at this point, and here's why. Hmm. Who's healthier? Who's healthier than them right now? Their two best players, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, appear to be as healthy as anybody else in the playoffs and healthier than most. You look at what's going on in Brooklyn. No James Harden, no Kyrie Irving. Who knows when both of those guys or either of those guys are coming back. Look at Philadelphia last night. What was going on? Philadelphia couldn't get off the ground. He missed a he missed a point blank layup mm-hmm. that would have won the game for them, and he just couldn't he couldn't jump. His knee is bothering him. He couldn't do anything. You look at what's happening with the Lakers. They're out mostly because Anthony Davis sure. was not healthy. Mm-hmm. You look at some of these other teams. Guys, Mike Conley. The reason that Utah is in the trouble that there are is or that, that they are is because Mike Conley hasn't played in these first four games. Mike Conley is a vital piece to them. You look at all these Critical things. Piece. Mm-hmm. The Clippers have Kawhi Leonard by any measures a top 10 guy they have Paul George by most measures at least in these last couple of games is a top 15 top 20 guy okay I know that we were talking about it the other day like we need to stop talking about him but when he plays like this he's the guy they thought they were getting we we've seen the last two games Lee exactly what we thought we were going to get when they put those two dudes together which is both of them are dynamic offensive players 31 points apiece last night both of them are incredible on ball defenders who can make life virtually impossible for whoever they decide to lock up against they've got two of those guys so this is why I am going to not overreact because you know what's going to happen today, Trav? A lot of people are going to overreact. And all of a sudden, everybody's going to start talking about how great the Clippers are and look how unbelievable this team is. And um, like you just mentioned, the Paul George, you can compliment him after yesterday's game. Kawhi Leonard had another 31 points. I think that's two straight games that they had 60-plus points, 30-plus points each and they have not had that before. I was listening to that on TNT yesterday in consecutive games, period, in the two years that they've been together. So there's going to be an overreaction on the Clippers right now. Trav, if we really want to know what the Clippers are about, is their next game tomorrow? I think mm-hmm. it's tomorrow, right? It okay. is. Next game's tomorrow. You're back in Utah. Mike Conley, we still have no idea when he's going to come back. You just mentioned it just from a talent perspective. How close should this series really be? If the Clippers really want to make noise, Trav, isn't the game tomorrow? Isn't mm-hmm. is, isn't it tomorrow? Because, okay, yeah, you won two games at Staples Center when you were down 0-2. But doesn't it seem like every time they get into this predicament or this situation where, okay, it's money time that they don't come through? I mean, it, well, it's, it's, it's tomorrow not the game where 
if they come out and win by 15 in Utah, it's a wrap. Now we know it's a wrap. The series except, is over. Except, except, except. They've been in this spot except. before. They've done it a thousand times. So the, then, the, what do we what do we take then the, at, at this moment? What do we take from it? This is the point. Let, let, let's fast forward to what would that be? Thursday morning, right? Game five is in the books. Yep. Tell me which of these two things is more likely that we're talking about. Because I'll tell you, I'll just tell you ahead of it. It's literally fifty point zero to fifty point zero. Neither one of these things would be even one tenth of a percentage point more likely than the other. What you just described which is the Clippers go out there with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and a pretty nice supporting cast and just knock the Jazz sideways the way that they did in Game 3, the sure. way that they did in Game 4. And we come in here on Thursday morning and say, hey, look, the Clippers are up 3-2. Look out. Would that be surprising at all? Nope. And what would what would also be exactly as likely? Actually, I would be surprised. I would be surprised really? if that happened. You, yeah, you'd I would. be surprised if that team who they've just kicked the snot out of two games in a row did it a third time. Okay, so a week and a half ago, they were down. They 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 uh, go to Dallas, win two games in a row. They tie the series up at two apiece. Then they go back to Staples Center in Game Five <laughs> and lose to the Dallas Mavericks. That's what I'm saying. I can't. So I it's, I can't. It's I can't. it's exactly even. There's mm-hmm. there's both of these scenarios are. Here, here's the other scenario, right? The other scenario, scenario one we just described. Scenario two is Haysley. How about Paul George going two for 14 and hitting the side of the backboard? How about Kawhi Leonard being ice cold? How about them looking complete? Why was Reggie Jackson their best player in game five? That that conversation is just as likely as the other one. And this is why I would imagine, because, look, to me, the Clippers are the Atlanta Hawks or the, you know, the Sacramento Kings. I don't really pay them all that much mind. But they're exactly as likely to do the one thing as they are the other. That's got to be infuriating. It's just so incredibly exhausting as a Clipper fan to try to figure out what they're going to do because no one, no one, not Kawhi Leonard, not Ty Lue, not Steve Ballmer, not anybody knows what they're going to do tomorrow night in Utah. Nobody. But this is, this is why I'm not impressed, right? This is why, you know, I, I, I get people to tell me that, oh, you're just, you're just critical on the Clippers because you're a Laker fan or – you know what? You just don't want to give them their credit. Why should I give them credit? What? What? At what point? What has happened? And I'll just use this year as an example. What has happened for me to give them credit? They're six and five in the postseason. Should they not be up three games to one right now on Utah without sure. Mike Conley? Without sure. Mike Conley, if Mike Conley comes back for Game Five, let's just say hypothetically, Mike Conley gives it a go, right? And he's good enough to play in that game. Now all of a sudden I think the series goes back to even where where the Clippers have the advantage at this point. I, I wouldn't be shocked if, if the Utah Jazz come back, if Mike Conley's healthy, two games left at Utah. Um, I wouldn't be shocked at all, but I, I'm, I'm hesitant to, to come on this morning and sit here and say the Clippers are the baddest team in the NBA. They might be the healthiest team in the NBA, uh, but they've also not given me any reason to think that they're going to come through and finish this thing off. I don't know if I've ever seen this before. I don't know if I've ever seen a team that, in my mind, is the prohibitive favorite to win the NBA championship. I'm not talking about two weeks ago or five days ago. Right now, as we sit here June 15th at a little after 9 o'clock in the morning, that the Clippers, as currently playing and what seeing, and seeing what else is out there, they're the team to beat. And at the exact same time, at, at the exact same time, Slee, if they got their ass kicked two games in a row, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised. That that I've never said that before. And I... and. I think it's true. I believe that both of those things are just as likely to happen as the other. 
That's what they've created. That's the situation that they've put all these Laker, or excuse me, Clipper fans into. This idea of I don't know what the hell is going to happen because they look. They could win tomorrow night, like you said, by ten or twelve points, really comfortably, and turn around and lose the next two just as easily. We've seen that too. You never ever know what you're going to get from <laughs> these guys, and it's insane. It's driving me nuts. Yeah, I, I um, I. Kind of yesterday, having the game on the background because I was doing Lakers talk, I, I mentioned to you I was having the conversation with Laker fans and just kind of try to tie back things to the Lakers here real quick. They uh, they don't have to face the Lakers in this playoff round, right? They don't have to face LeBron and Anthony Davis. Um, the next matchup that they have, if it's against the Phoenix Suns, by the way, Trav, that might be the best matchup because Phoenix is healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Like Phoenix would actually be one team that's got – Their three best guys are healthy. Their three best guys are healthy. There's talent there. They're going to start the series in Phoenix. Um, but I, I, when, when you say that they're the clear-cut favorite to win a championship at this point, strictly because of talent and health-wise, I think that that can easily change throughout the playoffs. I mean, you got to still pay attention to Brooklyn, see what happens with James Harden, obviously see what happens with Kyrie Irving. But all that team needs is one of those players to come back. So I, I'm not I'm not with they're the clear-cut favorite, but I will say – on paper in the Western Conference, how are they not coming out of the West? Kevin Durant against Kyrie Irving, or excuse me, Kevin Durant against Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, two against one, who you got? Don't think about it, just who you got. Oh, it's, uh, I'll take Kawhi Leonard and, right. and Paul George. It's yeah, no two good about players it. instead of one. Well, and they're that's... not getting past, by the way, they're not going to get past the Bucks if one of those two players don't come back. Yeah, and, that's the reality. Okay. They're not. You're right. You're, you're absolutely right. And that's why it works even more in the Clippers' favor. Because two against one, if the one is Giannis or one and a half is Giannis and Middleton or however you, however many pieces of a fraction you want to give Chris Middleton as a great player, I don't know, maybe half, maybe two-thirds, is whatever. It, is, is it just me or are there six teams that can win the uh, championship for, for what's remaining? By the way, There's two. What, maybe the way, three. You, I'll, give you, I'll give you a third. I'll give you a third. It's the Clippers, it's the Nets, and it's the Suns. Anyone else would surprise me. Well, what if – and the reason why I'm saying that is if the Nets don't get past the uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. But, you know, I thought of you yesterday. You know why I thought about you? Mm. Atlanta was playing um, – Atlanta Philly. was playing Philly. And Atlanta ties the series up 2-2. And you know how you were throwing out, like, all the different scenarios, how awful it would be for the NBA if it's like yeah. Utah versus the Atlanta Milwaukee versus Utah. Bucks. Phoenix Atlanta, against Milwaukee. Listen, once Atlanta tied the series to a piece, I'm like, let's throw in the Hawks. Who we got? We got Atlanta versus Phoenix in the NBA Finals. Can you All imagine right, one that? quick thing. One one quick thing here. Yeah. Just on the on Philly, and this is because this is a pet peeve of mine. I've never got this guy's game. I've never understood why people put him in the conversation of great players. At the end of the game, when the when the Sixers had to have a three to tie, right at the very end, Ben Simmons is on the bench. How, how, how is he a great player if at the last possession of a game that you have to win, your quote-unquote second-best player can't be anywhere near the floor? He's a baller. He's a stud. I mean, is he? Not, it, it's did not did, that did Kobe Bryant different. spend a lot of time on the bench at the end no, of games? bad example. Donovan Mitchell on the floor at bad the end example, of games? But there are certain players they'll take off the floor. Not, uh, because not, a, per, not a perimeter a player shooting, shooting a three. Because not perimeter. That, that part is right. It's going to be more of a big. You can take right. Shaq you out. You might if take you want. Shaq off because sure. you don't want him to go to the free throw line. But yeah. I've never, ever seen a per, per, quote unquote premier perimeter player. Hey, um, can you lock the locker room yeah, door and don't let him near the court, please? Dude, can't never, hit a shot. ever understood. Can't hit a shot that. He can't hit a free throw. No, either one of those things. All right. Something very, very importantly happened two years ago today that changed the directions of the Lakers. We'll tell you what it is and whether or not it was worth it. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. 
your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. 710 ESPN. Hungary and Portugal slee in the UEFA Euro 2020 match. Group F, who you got? Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> and that would be Portugal. Yes. Yes. I, I, so are you I, – I, there's certain people that have definitely – Put their they they very passionate about not liking soccer. I take it you're one of those. Um, no, I'm solid. In the World Cup is World Cup is exciting. World Cup is great. I, yep. I carve out an exception for the World Cup. I do like that a lot. Um, I'm I'm one train stop short of full on soccer hater. I'm not that, but I am. Here, here's what I don't like about soccer. Here okay. here it is in a nutshell. I don't like that people that love soccer try to convince me why I'm wrong that I don't like it. That's what I don't like about soccer. For instance, I understand that one, one of the sports that I really like and I pay pretty close attention to is college baseball. I understand that most people don't like it. I'm not out there on some sort of holy war trying to convince everyone how wrong they are that they don't like college baseball. You don't, well, you don't get it. You, you don't invited get it. me it's over to come watch game. college baseball. It's the beautiful game, Slee. You don't understand. It's not about scoring. It's about scoring opportunities. It's about the anticipation. That part I get. It's no, about waiting. Oh, no. Oh, it's so, oh, so close and it didn't happen. I don't care. I, I that, just That stop. part I understand where they try too hard to convince you what yes. a great sport it is. Yeah, that's, that's not going to happen. You're, you know why happen. they're trying to convince me? Because they're trying to convince themselves. Have you ever had to sell anybody on the NFL, the NBA? Yeah, but, but this, is, this, is a, this is a regional thing. The the world, yeah. Soccer is their favorite sport. Sure, I out here that. in the states, it's you know number four, number five, it's, wherever you want to put yeah, it. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. By the, the more by you the have way, to convince me that you that the thing you like is good, the more I'm convinced that you don't even think it's that good. By the way, real quick, uh, you were just telling me so you, we do our Zoom, so I could see where you are. You, I think you've said that you have a portion of your garage that you're in. I asked you. Yes. If uh, if you know you got any ventilation in there, I mean, no. how hot is it? And you told me you have Very. a fan. Chad, let me tell you something. Right now, the air conditioning is broken. Okay, oh. so I'm going to give a quick shout out here. Power Pro's coming out in about a week or so. Okay. Okay. So coming out, I think a week from tomorrow. I can't sleep. I, I don't care how many fans I have on me. I don't care how high powered they are. I, I can't sleep. I can't fall asleep. It is so incredibly hot. And without an air conditioning right now, I don't know how people do it. I don't know how they do it. So, okay, so can I give you a little a little uh, mind over matter technique? Because I, I – Already lost. Already I lost the whole mind I over don't matter. like it when it's hot at night. I don't think anybody does, right? It's yeah. gross when you're trying to sleep and you're a little sweaty. It's just – it's mm-hmm. terrible. But lean into it. Wish it was hotter. Say, you know, I'm a little sweaty, but I wish that I was a lot sweatier. I wish mm-hmm. like I was just rolling around in my own – Absolutely, you know, sweat pile. Yep. And then you, you, if you lean into it, you'll fall asleep. Because once you're asleep, it's not that bad. It's falling asleep. I don't, uh, I don't know if that one's going to work. Like it, that, I, I just heard what you just said, and to me, that's almost <laughs> like saying it, me coming to you and saying, "I know you're hungry. Yeah, I know, I know you, you want to eat right now. But you know yeah. what? Don't eat anything. Even right. be hungrier. I don't know lean if that's going to work it. for you. Try it. Try it tonight. Just say, oh, you know okay. what? I might get up and turn on the heat. 
I'm going to throw an extra blanket on this thing and see what happens, just to just to see if I can warm it up a little bit. All right, two years ago today, Slee, you know yes. what it was? Anthony yes. Davis to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Two years ago today, they got that deal done. Um, and here's here's the straight talk. It's time for straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No compromise. It's already worth it. Whatever happens coming up next, it's it's gravy. They got the best player that they wanted to get. They got one of the best players in the league. They made a deal for him. He came over. They won a championship. Period. Sentence. Paragraph. Closed the book. It was worth it. Done. And they locked him up for five years, obviously. Yep. Okay, so this is what you gave up. By the way, this is always, you know, the path that the Lakers were on. And let me let me just make a quick little case here, because I do think there are Laker fans out there that thought the way the Lakers were building, it was unique, Trav. You know, you don't see that often with the Los Angeles Lakers. So it was unique that you were organically drafting these players and you had invested in them. And what is Brandon Ingram going to be in the next couple of years? And Lonzo Ball, and kind of go down the list. By the way, let me add also to the Julius Randles in the mix, uh, mm-hmm. the Jordan Clarkson, some of those guys that you had over the last few years. I, I do think there was a portion of Laker fans that wanted to see that develop, right? Here's the reality. The Lakers have just never done it this way. Um, for the most part, for the Los Angeles Lakers, it's different than it is in some of these other cities. You have to go draft Devin Booker and hope he works out. You got to go draft Trey Young or Luca or go some of the John Morant. Some of the, go down the list of some of these other teams where they have no choice but to build their organizations within the draft. The Lakers got Anthony Davis two years ago today. They've already won an NBA championship. Um, the expectations are are not going to, you know, it's not like they're going to go down. It's right. not like Laker fans are going to sit back and say, oh, we got our one. We're good to go. Uh, I think the pressure is always going to be there on Anthony Davis, so much so that people were questioning Anthony Davis's health mm-hmm. in the middle of a playoff round where close. he probably he probably thought he felt he had to go out in that game. Um, what they what they lose him? I mean, we got two. They they probably thought they had to go out in game six to go at least give it a go with the strained groin. So yeah. ultimately for the Lakers, obviously it's a no-brainer what they did, even though I think for the future you're going to have some question marks what happens after LeBron James. You take your chances. The question now is what the Lakers can do with Anthony Davis moving forward. Yeah, I'm curious what Laker fans think about it. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-ESPN. Do you do it all over again? And, and I really only want to hear from somebody that would say no. I, I wouldn't do because they won a ch- And to your point, Slee, not only did they win a championship, they're set up to win more. We all agree that you have to shuffle a little bit. You have to shuffle a few of the cards down in the deck, Right. But you've got a pair of aces. You've got a really good jumping off point with whatever else you're going to do with LeBron. And more and more to the point, and I and, and I think that this became more and more clear the more we saw basketball last season without Anthony Davis. It's not about how much more do you get with LeBron. That's part of it. But it's how much more do you get with Anthony Davis because he is the guy that makes it go. He's not their best player. That's still LeBron. But without Anthony Davis – you got nothing. We, you, you we got saw no what shot. it looked like defensively, it wasn't very offensively. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Trav, you know, as, as we let callers kind of chime in, so if you want to make a case, uh, by the way, when we say two years ago today, we're getting a lot of this. I think uh, I think uh, Funches was also mentioning yesterday was Kobe's first championship without mm-hmm. uh, without Shaq, um, and then I think today is also the anniversary of the the year they went fifteen and one. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll kind of go into that, but. I'd also say this, if 
how do you feel the Lakers are set up with Anthony Davis as your franchise player down the road? Because, Trav, that's coming probably sooner than later. You know, I, I think we we kind of sit back and we just assume LeBron's going to do this. Maybe here already, Sleep. Maybe, by the way, maybe yeah. here already. So yeah. it's not just about what happened two years ago. It's what you think Anthony Davis will give you the rest of the way. I think that's obviously critical in this conversation, because, too. Because think, think of it like this. If all of a sudden we went back into, you know, snap your fingers, we're redrafting every team in the league, every player that's available, if your first pick was Anthony Davis, and you're, first of all, if you're picking outside the top five, you're not getting him, right? But if you picked, say, three or three, okay, there goes Luka, there goes, you know, whoever else you want to throw in the mix, LeBron or, or you know, take, KD, take AD, sure. fine. Mm-hmm. AD's getting picked in the first three or four picks. He absolutely is. That's why you make that deal. There is no player that they had in all that group of guys. There's no player that's coming into the league anytime soon that's going to be a player like Anthony Davis, who is an automatic all-star, who's a guy that's an MVP candidate every time he walks out onto the court, who walks out onto the floor and is the best player on the court virtually every time he goes out there. Of course it's the right deal. By, and, by and, the way, it's never been anything other than that. This is this is part of the history with the Lakers, and this is why small markets hate the Lakers, which is fine. You, it's okay to hate the Lakers, and um, this is similar to you could say the Yankees, you could say uh, as you love uh, Manchester United, you know sure. some of those other franchises out there that are so <laughs> dominant. But this is a perfect example. Anthony Davis gets drafted by a small market team. He has seven years. The franchise has seven years to convince him that you got a shot to win with this organization. For seven years, they ne- they don't convince him. They don't give him that opportunity. A franchise like the Lakers can swoop in and go grab Anthony Davis. Here's the difference, Trav. It's not like you just come to a big market. Lakers are known for delivering championships, right? So just kind of think about that for a second. There are other players out there today. We, we, we saw this with Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard's, what, 30, 31 years old, something along those lines? Turns 31 next month. That guy still has never been in a predicament where you feel like he's got a chance to win a championship. Um, the Luca has already started to be a conversation, even though the guy's only 22 years old or whatever the case is. But I, I bring that up because the one thing that the Lakers have been able to do is not only can they convince somebody that, hey, you can't do it there, you can do it here, but they deliver. Shaq got championships here. Obviously, Pau Gasol ended up with a championship here. Go down the list of other Anthony players Davis. that ended up coming with the Lakers. Anthony Davis got his championship here. Yeah. If I just said to you out of the clear blue sky, how old does a great Dane live to be? Would you know the answer, Slee? Eight to ten years. <laughs> Eight to ten years. We'll explain why that might be the funniest thing that Slee has said in a long time. Plus, I want to talk about some of the guys that they gave up, and I want to stop hearing some of the worst Laker arguments I've ever heard, plus your phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. Eight to ten years. That's all coming up. Travis Hensley, 710-ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. SBN. You know, Slee, the more I hear that about us being the pregame show for Max, the, the yeah. more accurate it feels because, look, I do Rams pregame. You do Lakers pregame. Yep. I've done Lakers pregame. I've done USC pregame. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of pregame. So this just kind of – it all kind of fits together. 
We are the we are the pregame show of record. Um, six fouls so far from Portugal. <laughs> Hungary's got four fouls, two corner kicks. There's been one offside on each uh, each team. Thirty second minute, zero zero. Okay, I don't want to ruin it for anybody that may be uh, DVRing this at home, but the score is zeros in, late in the uh, first half of the game. Just uh, the funny thing is, I actually, as much as I'll like defend soccer and say no, no, it's a good sport. I don't watch it often at all. It's it got to be sport. on. Timing's got to be there. Like I got to be, got to be nothing else on. After NBA playoffs, that'd be a good time to watch some soccer. No, it, see, that's the thing. It is a good sport, but if you kind of tease them a little bit, they get very, very they get upset angry. about it. Yeah, no, they get yeah, very they, angry. They don't, they don't like to be teased about their things. All right, so the number, 877-710-ESPN. We're talking about the Anthony Davis acquisition two years ago today. Lakers made that big trade. They sent basically everything they had, including the wallpaper and the, uh, the ball rack to New Orleans to get him to come back the other way. And was it worth it? And and I don't think that there's any argument that it already has paid the dividend that you were looking for. And that was a championship that they got last year. 877-710-ESPN. If you feel differently, let's start right here, Slee, with Daniel. Daniel, you're on with Travis and Slee. Hey, how are y'all guys doing? All right. Good, man. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate the show. Thank uh, you. I think, yeah, one chip, yeah, it was nice. I don't think we gave up. I mean, I'm happy with what we gave up. I don't think it was too much. Uh, we got what we were hoping for, but I, we still need to cash in at least a couple more chips, either with LeBron or without LeBron. Uh, I think we still need to cash in at least a couple more. So Anthony Davis needs to win three championships as a member of the Lakers, as one of the best players on the team, for that to be an equitable transaction. Yes, yes, because AD is a top-five player. But yes. My, I have concerns going forward, though, without LeBron. Once LeBron leaves and then AD's our guy and we've already committed to him for five years, I'm just concerned about the injury situation. That, that's my concern going forward. But, but hopefully, you know, things will get better on that end. But I'm hoping, yeah, three, at least three chips. Well, let, let, let me jump in here, and I appreciate you calling in. Trav, let, let, me, let me say this. So it, it's all expectations for certain franchises, okay? If Phoenix got an NBA championship, they're good. Dallas won one championship when Dirk was there. They're mm-hmm. good. I mean, you kind of mission accomplished. You've whatever the goal was, you accomplished it. And whatever happened before and whatever happened after, doesn't matter. Dirk got one. Okay. For the Lakers, this is how. I I don't want to say it's unrealistic. It's this is the reality, right? Kobe didn't win one. Didn't win one. Right? Powell didn't win one. Shaq didn't win one. Worthy and Kareem and Magic didn't win one. I know Jerry West won one. But Jerry West was also in the NBA Finals pretty much every year. Okay, mm-hmm. So I say that because this is kind of what makes the Lakers the Lakers. What do you mean? You won one championship? Okay, what, two years ago was the anniversary that Anthony Davis came to La- That's awesome. That's great. So we got a championship, right? Well, we didn't win last year. What does it look like going forward? You're not going to sit here and try to explain to me that one championship's enough for Anthony Davis, right? I mean, that that's kind of the perspective that Laker fans have. And I, I the reason why I bring it up that way is because – Let's take a quick look at who the Lakers gave up. Let, let's say the Lakers decided to just kind of keep building within the way they were. Okay, mm-hmm. So you got Zubats, what, your five? Is that sure. your center? Yeah. Okay. Randall's your four. Okay. Brandon Ingram's your three. Okay. Uh, who do you want to put as your two? You want to put Josh Hart there? Josh Hart? You want to put – okay, put Josh Hart there. Okay. Bring Clarkson off the bench. Okay. Um, Lonzo Ball – I don't know. Is D'Angelo still on the team? D'Angelo, Let, Lonzo, take your pick. Okay. Let me just list off all those players for you. Mm-hmm. 
is that a playoff team in the Western Conference right now? Borderline at best. At Borderline best. at best, right? I mean, yeah. so let's just say them and Memphis are going head to head, head to head for that final spot. I think that's kind of a fair, fair way to put it. The reason why I mention it like that is that's the difference when you go get that one star. Yes. That's the difference. But just to kind of play off of it expectations-wise, nobody here in L.A. would be okay that the Lakers have Anthony Davis for as long as they have him and only one championship came. Nobody yeah, would. Well, and, and to go back to what you are saying a second ago, they're Memphis with all the other guys that they drafted and quote-unquote developed. They're not Memphis because not one of those guys is John Morant. <laughs> not, not one of those guys that you just ran down on the list is a guy. John Morant walks on the court, you have a chance to win. That's it. It's as simple as that. Regardless of who's on the other team, if John Morant is on your team, you've got a chance to win. And that's what the NBA is in a nutshell, Slee, right? That if I, I need one of those guys, and probably more to the point, I might need two of them. If I'm going to go win a championship, I need two of those guys. By any measure, Anthony Davis is one of those guys. We know LeBron is. That's not even worthy of discussion. Anthony Davis is too. You look at these guys. Brandon. If I hear somebody tell me that Brandon Ingram is a great player, I'm going to lose my mind. Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram's a great player. <laughs> Brandon Ingram has never been on an NBA team that has won more games than it's lost. Never. Sure. Never. Yep. Lonzo Ball has never been on an NBA team that won more games than it's lost. D'Angelo Russell always is on teams that lose more than they win. Jordan Clarkson is a nice player. Have you seen Jordan Clarkson without somebody to kind of say, hey, yo, yo, no, he's, a, he's in a perfect situation, six-man. Exactly. He's got to have a setup guy. It's The pressure's not on him. He's in a perfect predicament. You saw him the last couple of nights where he's going 100 miles an hour the way that he did with the Lakers, and sometimes he just gets hot and makes shots. That's the yeah. sort of player he is, but more often than not, no. Julius Randle is kind of fun to watch because he's just totally – Given you everything he's got out there. Yeah. yeah. But there's not a lot there. They, they, all of these guys you're talking about are projects at best or one time, you know, Brandon Inger made an all star game. Yeah, so did Hersey Hawkins. So did Kyle Corver. Okay. I mean, what, what are we talking? Well, hey, hey, Julius Randle's an all star. So was Christian Leitner. Okay, they, they, these are all guys that have won one or gone to one all-star game. You know, Jameer Nelson went to an all-star game. John Starks went to an all-star game. Are these guys that you're not giving up to go get Anthony Davis? Stop. It's so silly. I, I, I think the bigger question comes down to Trav is you got one championship with Anthony Davis. What is – I'm, I'm telling you this, and, I, and maybe this would have been different a year ago before the Lakers won their championship – I don't think any Laker fan would be content saying that they got one with AD. So it's great that he got it, right? And it's great that he got paid. And nobody can ever say that Anthony Davis is not a champion, any of that stuff. But I really, really don't think there's one Laker fan out there that would say, we got our one. All right. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. The bunch of funch of lunch bunch bunch funch is coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. I like the sound of that. It's not quite Ask Slee, but it's closing ground fast. It is a very, uh, very sponsored exciting too. Segment. By the way, Absolutely. how about that? Sponsored. We got Funches. Is, uh, it's becoming funches. A, a high priority segment at this yes. station. High priority. Yeah. 
Funches comes in with sponsorships. It's just kind <laughs> of that's how I do it, man. That's how we do it, man. Hit us, Funch. All right, guys. So, are you familiar with BTS, guys? That's the Korean music, right? Play it, play it, Taylor. Yes, they're probably the hottest boy band in the world, and they have a new combo meal at McDonald's. Uh, Are you guys familiar with that? I'm in. (laughs) Within within the last year, McDonald's have been working in conjunction with Travis Scott and Jay Balvin on their own unique combo meals with burgers that are not really on the menu. But with this BTS meal, it's getting hate because all it is is a 10-piece chicken nugget meal. Basically, that's it. That's it. 10-piece chicken nuggets with fries and a Coke, something you get McDonald's at all the time. But the demand for this is through the roof, as in Indonesia and other countries around the world, there's been like stampedes in McDonald's for this combo. I don't know why. It's just a regular... Can, can help me understand this, Trav. Chicken yeah. nuggets. Why, is, why does this story frustrate me? Why does this frustrate me? <laughs> well, I think Funch is saying it, right? It's, it's yeah. not just, it's just that it's, they have it's, it. It's not like a regular... Like, it's, it's not something like that's not on the menu. You like can the or- Travis Scott meal, I think, had, was like a it was barbecue, but it had like barbecue yeah, sauce something on it. Like that. At least it had something yeah. different on it. it yeah. was, I think it's just... The, you know what You know what the 10-piece McNugget fries and a Coke is? It's the Travis. It's an appetizer. It's, it's, it's what it's it's the Bobby. It's the Mike. It's what my kids get when they go to McDonald's. So I, what the question been, is here, I bamboozled. With the, bamboozled. The, the question here, guys. So with any item or items from any fast food place, what would the official Travis and Slee combo consist of? I'll go first. Um, go mine's easy. Mine would be at In and Out, and it's a double double animal style with chopped chilies, animal fries, and a pink lemonade the size of a paint bucket. That, that that would be the Why Travis you know Rogers. This so quick. How come you don't have to think about anything? This <laughs> because I know what I'm doing. I have I have I know my way around menus. Sleep. All right, I'll go Chick Fil A. I'll do a chicken sandwich from Chick Fil A. Um, we'll get those. Uh, do they do the wedge fries there? They do the do waffle do the, fries at Chick Fil A. Or the waffle Chick-fil-A. fries. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I'll, See, I'll do the waffle you're, fries. I know your well, meal better than you. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> cross. Do... I'm gonna cross franchises. I'm gonna have like McDonald's fries and Ooh. like. You I know, an In and Out burger, maybe some Jack in the Box tacos to go with it. It's against the rules. Come on, it's I, not. It's not. I mean, by the way, how, this is our this is, is our combo right here. The Jack in the Box tacos. As long as we have enough gas in the car, we can make that happen. When's the last time you've had Jack in the Box tacos? Um, in the last six months, I'd say. I'm not. I'm not a regular consumer of them, but I also don't go a super long time without them. They're good. I love. I love that those are called tacos. <laughs> They've got a They're slice of American yes. cheese on it. It's great. You crack open that pocket of greasy used, gel and squeeze those. in the sauce. It's great. I used to dip those with ranch dressing. But no, just an authentic <laughs> taco. It's just what I have. This, it sounds like, good, man. It sounds like my childhood, authentic man. Authentic has never been this, on it. But this I like is your served idea, in Mexico City. <laughs> All right, Taylor. All right, guys. So watching the halftime show last night on TNT in bed when I saw this from Charles Barkley. I lost my wallet today, Ernie. Mm-hmm. And Matt Powell's um, P Y L E S. I'm hoping I'm saying his name right. He returned it. Yeah. He got in touch with TNT and gave me my wallet back, and that was really awesome. I lost it at Chipotle, yeah. and uh, I didn't even know it. You still carry a wallet? Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. Are you like the only person in the world that still carries a wallet? <laughs> yeah. I mean, why you lose your wallet? My story. We use the wallet. Up? Chipotle. Chipotle. Come Real on, fat. You know that? <laughs> Kenny, do you carry Matt, a wallet? Matt, I, I do Matt, have, Matt I have hey, you're a Georgia Bulldog. I'm, thank you, Georgia Bulldog. I have a Bulldog. wallet some days, and then some days I just use my... Shaq, you carry a wallet? I, I, I have a badge, sir. 
Okay. <laughs> Wait, I, nobody carries a wallet but me? Yeah. All right, guys. I myself am a wallet guy most days, but sometimes I just carry my debit card, a credit card, and ID plus a little cash. Do you have your 1989 baseball photo in your wallet? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. You know. But I ask you guys. Wall. I ask you guys. Are you guys still wallet guys? Guy trap. No, I, I have had a uh, – I've got my cash, I've got my driver's license, a credit card, and one or two other things in there held together with uh, a hair scrunchie that I steal from my dog. Because <laughs> they, they, they're good for about three or four weeks. and then they So break. you're a rubber band guy, huh? Yeah, I'm a rubber band guy. It makes no sense. Um, I used to always lose my wallet, always. I don't know what it is, but I, I can't – Forgot way, your I, wallet I, on a date, too. By, by the way, I can't – and that, that's happened as well. I cannot sit like I hate having stuff in my pocket. I'm not a you know the, mm-hmm. the the less the better. I have found a way to just have my cards on their own. So I'll usually have loose, loose ATM, credit card, driver's license. Maybe throwing a Costco Are you a card. Maniac? Are yeah. you insane? Listen to me, Trav. Since I've been doing that, this has been years. And the only reason why I did this is because I lost my wallet. So uh-huh. I lost my wallet. I didn't have a wallet. I have not lost anything in years now. So you're just thinking, loose in my pocket. They're just loose. Instead, <laughs> instead of in my just pocket. keeping everything in one place, you just keep everything loose and you're less likely to lose something. I think I Doesn't find myself, because wallets are so thick, I find myself yeah. taking it out of my pocket. So you got George Costanza bulky wallet, basically. <laughs> a piece not, of hard candy. You know, yeah, I got that. I used to have that too. Receipts from 1994. I'm not doing any of that stuff. Cards from people that I you met loose. 10 years ago. Very quickly, I will throw this in there before we move on to the next one. There is nothing that creates more of that terrible pit in your stomach feeling yeah. than realizing you've lost your wallet. It is like, because not only is your money gone, and not only you're going to have to. It's the go hassle. The, it's it's the, the hassle. Number one. Oh, damn. I have to go to the DMV. That's it. I can't believe it. worse is going to have to happen. It's my number one thought. <laughs> All right, Taylor. All right, guys, so lots of talk on movies today, you know, later on in the show and stuff like that. And TMZ had pictures of Sh- uh, Saints coach Sean Payton on a set of a movie called Home Team, starring Kevin James as Sean Payton, with the backstory of the movie being what of what Sean Payton did with his year off from the NFL because of Bounty Gate. Remember that suspension? Yeah. So I, I'm sure it's going to have a real comedic twist to it with Kevin James has Peyton and being a Adam Sandler produced movie and all the Adam Sandler character guys in the movie too. So what's another sports controversy that would make a good comedy movie, guys? Okay, I don't know if this is a controversy, but I will say, wait, you said it has to be a comedy? Yeah, it yeah. Have to be, oh, yeah. It has to be a comedy. Ah, this wasn't, wasn't prepared like it for a make, comedy. It would be a you good know, comedy movie. C- can I say what would be a good movie? Just what a would good that? movie period around sports. I want them to... The 1989 Arcadia High Apaches and their run through the CIS. <laughs> yes, that's great. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, just think about the drama behind that. Um, I know a guy that got shelled that game. It'll be like just Major got, League. Uh, it wasn't me. <laughs> Gave up 11 runs wasn't in the first me. three innings. The other guy. Okay. <laughs> Is this a good movie or not? You watching this, Trav? Let's go back to that night in Oklahoma City that Rudy Gobert tests positive. Ooh, yeah. I think you can put a comedic twist can on we, that. Can Touched we, all the microphones. You cannot put a comedic yeah, you twist could. on there's, that. There's, there's five million dead people. That's a hard one to make funny. The, the, the 20, <laughs> even if you take it like 24 hours, like leading up, what was going on in some of the other sports, what was going on in the world, the, the kind of everything that was leading up to it, and then maybe the first 24 hours after, remember they had to stay in their bus and they, uh, Donovan Mitchell then test positive. 
I, I would love to see. I think that would make for a very interesting, from a sports perspective, but obviously a, a global perspective as well. But ain't ain't going to be very comedic on that one. So Slee wants to make Outbreak Part Two with the uh, Utah Jazz in the Morgan Freeman, Dustin Hoffman, this, one, this, this one's real. But this <laughs> yeah. one's real. This one actually happened. I, you know, I'm going to stay with the NFL Funch. I'm going to go up to New England. And I want Bill Belichick to have a starring role or somebody playing him because no one can be that grumpy, right? Like, I want to know, like, as Spygate is going down, as all of his staffers are videotaping everyone else and they're getting caught in all these ridiculous ways, I want to see the hijinks behind the scenes between Bob Krebs. Well, Bill, I find that your tactics involving recording the New York Jets to be suboptimal. Who is that and right I would like to tell you right now, Mr. Belichick, that we here with the New England Patriots will not tolerate such shenanigans. Why does I think he that sound be a like good movie. a president from 1848? No, that's my rich guy. That's was my that Bob Kraft? Yeah, that's my, that's my snooty rich guy voice. Well, I'm here to tell you, Mr. Belichick, that we here with the New England Patriots will not Alex do. Hanler it will Hamilton? not stand. <laughs> Who could play Bill Belichick, though? Oh gosh, that's a great question. I think like Bobby De Niro or something. Not bad. You just got who, who's who's all, you know what would be good. Like it's you always need somebody cranky, that's perpetually grumpy. Yeah, you mm-hmm. need like um, you know who'd be great, Bill Belichick, and could pull off the comedy part of it. Larry David. Larry, I like that a lot. <laughs> Larry David is grumpy. Gotta start eating. Gotta Larry, start eating. Yeah, you know he'd have to put on some weight. And we'd have mm-hmm. to cut off the sleeves on his shirts. But Larry David could pull off that perfect combination of grumpy and really funny. I think. I think. Yep. I, by the way, put that in the Writers Guild. I get credit, executive producer, and I'd also like to do the voiceover for the owner. I'd like to do both of those things. Can I read off one quick tweet here? Yeah. Eric Steven, uh, Travis, as the creator of the Sliwa Sandwich special, the Alan Sliwa McDonald's meal is a happy meal with a plain hamburger, no ketchup, fries, light salt, <laughs> large water, light ice, and instead of a toy, you get a 1994 Sedale 3. <laughs> <laughs> no. 1994 Sedale 3 Lakers stat sheet. That's that's pretty good. Perfect. Right there. Absolutely that's pretty good right there. We're not doing any bit better than that.